Welcome to episode 25 of the Be Yourself and Love It podcast. I have been all over the internet over the last week promoting my free book, Procrastination Annihilation, which you can download at beyourselfandloveit.com forward slash do it. I can hardly believe that it's only been a week since I've put out the last episode. It seemed so long. Somehow, I uploaded the last episode without the bookends. That was my appearance on School Sucks podcast with Brett Viennot. I have been on a few other podcasts and I mentioned that I was going to look at uploading some of those. For those of you who are struggling with procrastination and want to increase your motivation to this feed. This is my appearance on a show called Actual Anarchy. It's hosted by Daniel Elwood and Robert Johnson. No, not the deceased blues singer Robert Johnson, although I'm sure he's had that more times than he would care to. But just the same way that after putting this book out, everyone told me, they'll read it tomorrow. Okay, well, like I've not heard that one before. Anyway, these guys are super cool, and this is a really, really cool interview, because it's not really so much an interview. We actually used it as a opportunity to display some of the techniques in the book. They let me coach them. So this is a live coaching session, well two of them kind of, and you can apply it to your own problems and projects and see if you get results the same way. Check their cool intro music. Hey everyone, welcome to our next episode of Anarchy in Action. We have not done one of these in several months, but we dusted off the old webcam and decided, hey, it's a super important one to do because we've got a friend of ours, friend of the show, friend of everything, uh, Anthony Samaroff with us, and he's out promoting his new book, uh, Procrastination Annihilation. He's also the co-host of the Scottish Liberty Podcast. He blogs at Seeing Not Seen, which is featured on our site, actualanarchy.com, and uh, there's a whole category where you can see all of his writings in there. Uh, so welcome to the show, Anthony. How are you doing, man? Excellent. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a real privilege. I've been following your rise and rise. Uh, you, you guys are doing good work, and uh, more and more people are seeing what you're doing. Yeah, it's meteoric, I think. Right, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a word. Sure. Or, I'm or glad to uh, finally get to talk to Anthony. I mean, we've wanted to get him on the show for a long time now. It's uh, it's finally happening. The portents yeah. are favorable. Yeah. So did you did you write the book with us in mind, uh, and you and you read your own writing and overcame your procrastination to get onto our show because it's been over a year in the making. And I know you've That's heard true. this joke a million times, but. Um, well, I guess. Um, the stars simply had to align for the meteoric event to, to. Uh, I think that I've exhausted that metaphor, to be honest. Uh, but I'm glad to be here, and um, I wrote the book with you, as with everyone in mind, because it's such a colossal problem that people are facing, procrastination, starting with myself. I know that it certainly racked my self-esteem for most of my life. And so when I found a solution, I was super keen to share it with the world. 
am a changed person. I'm not saying that I'm procrastination free, who amongst us is, but I can at least say that every day I feel it's a success because I do enough of the things that I want to do with my life to feel very um, satisfied with myself. And I, I'll sh in the book, I share the method that I went from being a chronic procrastinator to a very productive person and I continue to implement the things that I've learned in my day-to-day -day life. Well, that's great. And I heard you on the Tom Witt show just the other day, and then you were also with uh, our buddies in, the, in our uh, Libertarian Union, which is a podcast uh, collection. And Don't Waste Your Hate is one of our uh, shows that, that we work with. And so you were on with those guys and with Tom. And those are really uh, interesting interviews, and I highly recommend it. Anyone listening to this, check that out. And we'll have a show notes page on actualanarchy.com. And uh, your, your book is at... Um, uh, BeYourselfAndLoveIt.com slash do it. Is that right? That's right, and it's free. So anyone can download it, download it, share it with anyone that you know that might benefit from it, um, and, yeah, spread the love, because I think that if we can get more people fulfilling their passions and sharing their gifts with the world, we all stand to benefit from that. All right, so we'll, we'll do a show notes page on our site, actualanarchy.com slash do it as well to make it nice. super easy for everyone. And we'll include links to the Tom Woods interview and Don't Waste Your Hate, as well and as the links to all... uh, School Sucks. I was on the show School Sucks with Brett Vinot. There's a, 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 an interview that I enjoyed as well. So if people can't get enough, especially if you're struggling with procrastination at the moment, a productive way to procrastinate um, would be to listen to those podcasts because when you hear someone talk about solving the problem that you've got you start to think oh well maybe I can do it maybe I can do it as well so that's a good way to keep motivated yeah that's an excellent now, point An yeah Anthony um, just diving right into this book uh, one thing that Daniel and I both suffer from and I believe it's a form of procrastination is having multiple ideas you're working on and then you take it a certain distance and then you get another idea and you mm -hmm. forget the old idea and you do the new idea is that a form of procrastination of of the original ideas or are you just kind of because i feel like we're kind of spinning our wheels in going oh, in too right. many different okay. directions and when you should really just focus on one or two things right okay well i mean Already the language should is going to create a block because um, as soon as you turn something into an obligation, and that this is covered in the book, that we, we know that even from when we're kids, when our parents tell us to do things, we instantly don't want to do them. So I always like to substitute the word should, I should, for would benefit from. I would benefit from doing this. And I always... If catch myself if I'm going to give someone advice I don't say oh you should do this if they say I think you would benefit from this and I've noticed that people much prefer it so there's a, a little tip but yeah I would say what the procrastination is there is you've got an idea and the idea needs developing and it's the it's developing the idea that you procrastinate over because it's like 
feels emotionally like opening Pandora's box. It's like, I just scribble my notes down quickly. Oh, but if I look at this, I need to open something up and I need to change into a different mood. And I don't know about that. That's kind of like scary. And I've got a lot of other things I should be focusing on right now. So maybe I'll just leave that as an idea just now and I'll put it aside and I'll, and I'll do something else. Does that thought process sound familiar to you? Yeah, when I... I get to a point in a project where it stops being fun and right. you know it gets it gets hard right. and then I get less interested in it and then I want to yes. do the next fun thing. Right. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Good. Okay, so that's good. You've been self-monitoring and you've observed a pattern, which is you start a new project or you get a new idea and you take some notes and it's, oh my God, it's exciting and I can't wait. And then maybe, I don't know if this happens to you, but it used to happen to me, you get in a race with yourself to see if you can finish it as quickly as possible because you know if you don't, then in a few days your um, enthusiasm for it will disappear and it'll be another thing on the pile of dreams that you didn't fulfill is that something that you've also experienced for me it's more of a okay. perfectionist okay. problem where I, I i'd never want to finish a thing because then if you do you just admit that it's not perfect that sort of a right. problem okay that, that's definitely I mean, yeah tell yeah, me more ahead. well yeah i i i never want to like I'll start a project and I'll be working on it, and then when it's not fun anymore or it gets really, really hard, um, I'll just set it aside and work on the next thing. And it it it, it makes it a safer thing in my brain right. that it's it, that I'm still working on it. It's not ready yet. Don't look at right. it. And I guess I guess it's a way to insulate myself from criticism or I, I'm not exactly sure what the hmm. mental processes are going on in my mind. Now, now before, you, before you respond, Anthony, I just want to mention that um, I have a similar issue, but like the opposite. <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> but we end on. up in the same place. <laughs> okay. So will we, will, will we do yours next, Dan? That sounds great. All right. Okay. Back to you, Robert. So, this is a really cool interview for me because it's a little bit different from the ones I've done on the book so far because people who listen to this can see the process of coaching themselves through these issues. Um, so here's a question then. Is, the, is there a worry there that, well, I mean, okay, I've tried to collect as many points on this as possible, but what if I put it out and then afterwards I think of a couple of things that I could have added in and I go, oh, I'm an idiot because, you know, a few hundred or a couple of thousand people got that and I could, do you ever get that? I'm just asking. Absolutely, 100%. Okay. That happens every okay. time. I, 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 I want, every time you get, yeah, you get new ideas all the time, right? So you want yeah. to go back yeah. and throw them back into this old project and, yeah, so then you're just worried that, well, if I release it, you know, it's like they say, you know, a project is never finished, it's just abandoned. Right. Right. Well, right. I mean, so, yeah, and the perfect is the enemy of the good. I mean, you guys might remember a show that I did which was very popular called uh, Only Capitalism Can Save the planet socialism will destroy the earth or something like that it's probably the most popular podcast i've ever done i put out i put off doing that for so 
long because I kept on thinking of more things and I was scared in case I missed something important. And finally it got to the point where another socialist challenged me on capitalism and environmentalism and I was just like, okay, I just need to prepare this Facebook post. And then I went back and revised it and worked it up, looked at my other notes and finally put out that video. And right enough, I have thought of a few other points that I could have put in there that I didn't. But I'm still pretty pleased with it. And hopefully one day those extra points will become a book or something like that, you know. So one thing that helps me is have the long-minded view that the version you put out is a stepping stone even and I know it's sometimes hard to get into that mindset because you don't want to lose an opportunity. But if what you're putting out is better already than the existing resources on that topic because you've assimilated the existing resources and you want to say that stuff and something, then you you acknowledge that you're in part of um, a chain that goes on forever, you know. Um, I'm not sure that's helpful for coaching you through the the challenges of actually getting these things done, but it's a mindset that you can consider and affirm to yourself. So my next question, I guess, if, would be, first of all, obviously you can come back on what I've said, but do you have a clear list of these unfinished projects, or are they kind of darted around the place? I've got, yeah, I mean, there's, there's Trepster.com that needs to be finished. There's a book I've been writing for the past two years that needs to be finished. There's a short story that needs to be finished. There's um, a comic book that I'm also working on. There, okay, there are several main projects. Okay. Do you have them written down uh, on a line piece of paper, each project? Uh, no, I could do that. I okay. Suppose. So that's the first thing to do. Write them down, okay? Because a goal that is not clearly defined is a dream. It's not a goal, okay? So that would be the first thing. Get a piece of paper and write down a list, right? Then you need to... Then the next thing to do is for each of those projects, get another piece of paper and write down the name of the project at the top and then a list of the things that you'd need to do. So say for your book, you might have a bunch of incomplete sections of that book. So write down a list of incomplete sections, more or less in the order that you would like to, obviously it doesn't need to be perfect because you can score things, if you continue to work, you can score things off, you might need to write the whole list out again and things like that. There's like, Every minute you spend in preparation will save you five minutes of execution because your mind is designed to have ideas. It's not designed to hold them. It's not very good at that. You know, we can only remember a few things at once and it gets messy if you're trying to juggle everything you're trying to remember. So this, uh, this exercise is part of gaining clarity on what it is you want to do and how. And if you know, you do not need to know all of the things, how you're going to say there's section 4B, let's say, and you're like, I have no freaking idea how I'm going to complete that, but I just don't know. You will be surprised that when you've finished 
the bits that you can do, section 3B, section 7A, you know, suddenly that section you didn't know what to do with, you go, oh, now I'm starting to see. So here's another very useful technique, which is always be aware of the sections that would be the easiest for you to complete. And don't be afraid to complete them first, because that will give you confidence and it will also highlight your next steps for you. You know, when you're going up hill climbing, let's say, you might not be able to see what's over the next ridge or around the corner or whatever it is. But as long as you can see the peak of the mountain, which is the completion, and the next few steps, then you can get there. You know, if you're confident enough to take the next steps, but if you keep on uh, looking at the bits you don't know and looking at the top and saying, wow, that is ages away, I'm never going to get up there, that intimidates you um, out of getting started. So before I go on to the next thing, is there anything you'd like to feed back or give me any comments on that? Well, th you've already been immensely helpful. Um, I'm gaining a lot from this. I... I I don't want to monopolize our entire time together. I, I'd like I would like Daniel to jump in here, but if oh, you could oh, oh, don't worry, we, we we will get to Daniel, right? Okay, don't well, think, yeah. okay. Don't think don't think this is monopolizing the time or anything because there'll be commonalities, and this is the process, right? See that thought you had, which is like, oh no 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 no, let's just get to the next, like let, let's get to the next thing. That way of thinking is part of the reason why you procrastinate. Because when you look at a project, you think, oh, I, like, I need to get this done as quickly as possible so I can get into the next thing. So you never, so you gain unpleasant emotions about actually doing the process of, say, taking this project to completion. And it's the same with this coaching conversation we're having at the moment. Because you need to like not try and get through the coaching pro pro process as quickly as possible so you know what you need to know to finish your project but actually like let's just enjoy it if we can like i'm not just saying this for your benefit i'm saying it because i suspect that people listening to this if they've got a problem with procrastination will think similar to you do and the reason why i know that you think this way is because I've been dealing with this shit myself, so I've identified a lot of these thought processes in my own head, and I'm starting to change them, which is how I was able to write the book. Excellent, excellent. Well, let's continue then. Thank you. I appreciate that. So the next thing, so you've got your list of projects. You can get a ring binder, and that will be the front page, the list of projects. And then in that order, you've got a sheet of paper for each project and a breakdown of all the tasks you need to do. You can put an asterisk beside the ones that you know how to do right away and um, or, or mark them however you want. You can highlight them, whatever is meaningful to you, whatever helps you understand. Now the next thing would be to decide on at least one of them which is of high importance or priority to you and this exercise is going to help you with everything else. If you're able to do this with one thing it will help you do it with the next things. When you've not done it yet it's a bit scary, you don't know what it's all about, but the skills you'll learn from doing it will be of immense help to you. So, 
I would say a good amount of time is 20 or 30 minutes a day and you start with that and you zone off a time of day and get your timer and set it to count down for 20 or 30 minutes, whatever you're comfortable with. Whatever you think you can commit to, if 20 is too much, make it 10. It's better to commit to a little thing and deliver than to try and uh, say, oh, I'm going to work on it for two hours a day until I'm done. And you miss a couple, you do it for two days, then you miss a day, your self-respect decreases, you miss it for another day, you can't get back on the wagon and you think, I'm a piece of shit. So zone off that time. And all, of course... If your timer goes off and you're really into it, you'll continue for another five or ten minutes or however long you feel like it. You'll do that anyway, but you're not obliged to. If during that, um, let's say you do choose half an hour, you get 18 minutes into it and you're like, oh, well, I'm happy with what I've done, but now it's starting to grind a little bit. You can go, well, it's cool. I've only got about 10 minutes left. If you can't continue the section you're on because you're too close to it and it's blurry and it's not fun, just move on to another section that is easier as long as you commit your 30 minutes a day. And the idea is to do this for two weeks without missing a day. Um, half an hour or 20 minutes for two weeks without missing a day. You can put a... A poster on your fridge or something like that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and tick it off every day that will be immensely helpful to you if you miss a day don't go oh well I can't do this forget about it no problem just go back to the beginning of the two weeks and start the whole thing again until you do do two weeks and when you do do two weeks with, uh, do -do, without missing a day then your self respect will increase and you can give yourself a reward if you want. I don't know uh, if you're into that or not, but if, if you think it would help you, do something special, you know, to mark it. By that time, it'll be a lot easier to do your half an hour or 20 minutes every day because you're used to it. Um, and you'll find that it's got easier. So you'll probably want to continue with that. Or you can switch to another project or whatever. That end of the two weeks is time for your reassessment and for you to decide what you want to do next. And uh, that, that's just an example of how we can coach ourselves through it. Because it's, cause obviously, if you manage to do that for six months or, you, or most days, you, know, you might want to bump it up to 45 minutes or you might want to do two half an hour sittings a day or something. The thing is, you're learning to put a border around a certain amount of time where you go, in this time... I'm going to give myself permission to do something which I don't usually give myself permission to do. I can put aside my inhibitions and my excuses and my worries and my, oh, but I've got something more important to do. I really need to, I really should have done this. So I really don't have time to work on my short story because it's not that important. In this half an hour, it is that important. Have you got anything to add or questions or? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm finding this very valuable because, like it's like you said, I you know I started this big complex project, this novel project, and there are big chunks left where it needs to be finished. But it just seems like you know you get away from it and you stop doing it for a while. Right. And it, it's almost it's really hard to get back yeah. into yeah. it because yeah. it just seems like this big mountain you need to climb. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the longer you stay away from it, the harder it is to get back to it. So the first day will just be to look at it, to read through it again, and just give yourself permission to refamiliar. I've had the same thing. I started writing books, I put them aside, I come back to them, I have to refamiliarize with myself with the material. Finally, I have a great writing session or two, and then I leave it again, and I go, oh damn it! When I come back to it, I need to refamiliarize. You need to. But the thing is, that's just the the nature of it. You know, if you leave it, you need to. You can only start where you're at. You know, you've got you've not got a teleportation device to get past that bit. So where you're at is completely fine. I I believe that when you start reviewing the material, if you're anything like me, you won't be able to help but making some edit. So oh well I can improve yeah. that, that a little bit. Yeah, def- and then definitely. Yeah. So then you get in a role and you're like, oh I'm actually enjoying this. So your first step is to just agree. Just agree to give yourself permission to review the material then you might start working on it in writing and things like that. But the great thing to do is to have a commitment to do two weeks without, because then you know. And see, during that two weeks, all your other stuff that you might want to do and things like that, if you do any of that stuff, great. But the main thing is every day for that two weeks is a success so long as you do this one thing. So that is your number one priority. I mean, obviously, something could happen. God forbid it doesn't, where where that wouldn't be your number one priority. But in general, um, it's nice to have a clearly defined goal because that then becomes the point in the distance which you can focus your energy to. If you don't have a clearly defined goal, anything that is nebulous and vague creates resistance because for one thing, you've got the resistance of deciding what project to do and I could do that or I could do that. Oh, I'm never going to do all of it. Forget it. I'm not going to do anything. So, so, so it's good to have a clearly defined goal because your purpose serves the purpose. You know, you're not there to serve your purpose. Your purpose is there to serve you, to make things easy for you. It's not a straitjacket. It's there to help you. Well, well said, sir. Sir, thank you very much for all this. Um, where exactly did you research all this? I mean. Is this is this some your own insights? Have you have you been reading this other, is, other This is the lab this is all from the laboratory of my soul. <laughs> um <laughs> I did read one book that helped me which which some um I reapplied something um which is there's a book called Lean Habits for Lifelong Wellbeing and one of my clients bought it from me for me even though you know, I'm I'm not overweight, because um, he said that it had some good stuff in it. And right enough, this guy, or maybe a woman, I don't know. I think I think it was a woman, um, wrote this book. And one of the things she had certain habits, which she said these are the best things to do if you're going to lose weight, but don't try and implement them all at once. Take this one and do that one for two weeks at least without missing a day first and then add the second one and the third one because it's too hard to change all at once. So I, um, that is an insight that I readapted for my book. Um, but most of the stuff about mindset, I didn't get 
from elsewhere. I got it through self-study and self-examination because I've been in the personal development field for so long and most of that was developing myself and self-examination and I wrote lots of notes on procrastination over a decade. So I read them all again once I'd made a good crack on the book and seen if there was anything I could pilfer from years ago to include and anything I could I did but more or less really I'm the lab. That's, uh, that's where I researched this. I researched it in my own life and I took what worked and I put it into this book and also from talking to my clients as well. I occasionally refer to case studies in the book but not too often because I really don't like self-help books that keep on showing case studies that are all the same about each other. I wanted it to be quite lean so I only used them to like illustrate a point. But no, I appreciate the fact that you sound like you're like, wow, like, well, the thing is, anyone who hears me speak knows that I know what the inner mindset of a procrastinator is like because I've gone through it. And if you have a problem like that and you've solved it, like, you wouldn't want to not share it. It's like, I have to share this. Do you know what I mean? Sure do. Yeah. Absolutely. It's and like you'll uh, check liberty. Out. you gotta, you got to spread it. And check out the hook while the DJ revolves it, right? Yeah, yeah, and like if I left it for too long it would become like stale and then it would be hard to write the book. So I wrote it while I was still enthusiastic and I wrote the whole book in two months which is like amazing. But some days I was doing two or three hours of writing a day and for me that is a miracle and you will know that when you read the book because I talk a little bit about my own experience. It wasn't even possible for me. I used to take ages to psych myself up to a writing session, sometimes weeks because I felt like I had to finish an article and I, I changed my point of focus to getting started because I thought if I can start consistently then things will get finished. I need to learn to get started and get restarted and get restarted again and not focus on finishing as much because if I just get the art of getting started then finishing will will naturally follow on from that. So that's that's a mindset thing. And yeah, I would ask everyone, download the book, it's free, Procrastination Annihilation, um, be yourself in love at the forward slash do it. It takes about approximately two hours to read. Um, now most self-help books will take five to ten times that much to read. So what I recommend is, in a way, you read it twice, but then keep on reading it as long as you've got the problem. Because I don't mean like, you know, read a few pages a day or bookmark the pages that are really meaningful to you and keep on reading a little bit. You know, you can make that a daily practice to read three pages of the book. Well, you've still got a problem. Take weekends off, whatever you want, because there's things that will click with you right away and there's things that you will internalize later. They'll become more meaningful to you because you'll have a real life experience. Oh, that's what Anthony was talking to you about. And the more you read it, the more you'll remember these things. There's a couple of self-help books that I've read seven or eight times, not many of them, because I really wanted to internalize them. And I did that over the course of years. Like I didn't just read them. But I think... If you are a procrastinator, it will be of value to you to spend as much time as you would reading a full-length book, reading this book, because it's skinny and it's mostly takeaways. And you can ingest all of the takeaways in one setting. 
Like you might think you will, but you'll forget. So, so I would recommend that. Not just. I mean, I don't get anything extra out of you reading it one more time. You know, I'm not saying it for my benefit because I get an ego boost out of knowing you've read my book ten times. Although that would be an ego boost. I'm not gonna lie. It's for your benefit to keep on making the bits that are relevant to you become part of who you are. Get them locked in, so they're not just the conceptual information but you've embodied them. So that's my advert. It's a free book, you know what I mean? And if you need extra help, I am available for personal coaching. So you could also contact me about that. Dan, you said you had the opposite problem. What do you mean by that? Well, this has been, this has been great so far, and this literally is anarchy in action. We're, we're seeing right. you do what you do, and uh, I think that's a nice uh, change of pace from the interview great. that you've been doing and, and people if you want to uh, hear thank you so much yeah and, and if people want to hear the interview we'll, we'll have the three that we've talked about listed down below on our show notes page so they can check that out and then come back to this and maybe uh, seeing it play out in front of them will have it click a little bit more you know yeah for sure and I would like to include this interview as an episode of my self-help podcast the Be Yourself and Love It podcast because I feel like this would be of value to to my audience as well. Yeah that sounds great yeah I'll give you the uh, video and the audio certainly. Uh, so speaking of me um, so Robert and I we have been doing the show together and, and other projects for for years we've, we've known each other for over almost 35 years now. Um, so we have sort of different approaches to the same uh, problems and it, it results in not getting as much done as we otherwise could. I okay. have been fighting the perfection problem and right. so I've started focusing on I get an idea I want to launch it as quickly as possible. Right. Get it out there minimum viable and yes. then you know try to hone it from there. The problem is I get so many what I think are brilliant ideas that I am scattershot. I am all over the board. I've got dozens of websites. Right. I've got multiple shows. I've got different projects, different commitments, different people come to me and say, hey, do you want to do this with me? I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. So I have a, I have a problem saying no. I have a problem mm -hmm. with um, taking on too many projects, not mm -hmm. specializing, not taking uh, leverage of the uh, division of labor. So I'm, I'm mm -hmm. the proverbial, you know, jack of all trades. Like I, I know enough to be dangerous in a, in a lot of areas, but not enough to be like expert level or particularly good at it to make it, uh, uh, you know, successful. Like earlier we talked about our meteoric rise and I was trying to say, no, it's more of a, a mediocre rise. Cause <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, just because I know that we can't uh, focus as much um, care and attention to specific areas and I've been trying to narrow down my focus and one of the projects okay. I have is uh, becoming successful financially so that I can thus subsidize my uh, freedom espousing self so I'll, okay. I'll let you take it off from there Wow thank you Wow there's so much in, uh, in that that we can um, play with okay is it true that you're not really sure what you want to do for a living to get the money in or do you know what you want to do I don't know particularly what I want to do but I do know that the goal I have 
is to be able to work independent of location and mm. have my family travel with me and uh, sort of achieve the permanent traveler status. Like I don't want to be mm -hmm. tied down to one particular jurisdiction. I don't want to be in one particular country or have my assets in a, in a single particular area. I want to be able to be uh, sort of diversified in that sense. And a step towards getting there is to, of course, get an, uh, a vocation that can mm. travel. Right, right. Right, okay, okay. And do you, are you scared to say you want to be a podcaster? Well, we, we are podcasters now. Uh, I don't know if we're particularly I realize good. that. <laughs> I, I realize that you're a podcaster. What I mean is, are you scared to say like you want to make a living from podcasting? Uh, if that were something that could be achieved, uh, I would be open to it. Um, mm. Though I think that the market for what we have, our message, is not particularly large or particularly lucrative. Um, okay. But we have made a change to our, our format I was telling you before the show. We do the actual anarchy podcast, which is talking about movies from a Rothbardian and anarcho-capitalist mm -hmm. perspective. We think that the word anarchy is so tainted in uh, just common perception that we now have a second version of the show called The Last Nighters. So right. we get rid of that name and we have the same content, uh, but it's more approachable for people just so they aren't turned off by the right. name alone. Right, yeah. So we're trying to, you know, utilize the same work we're already doing, but more bang for the buck. And nice. That's, that's one of the things I try to yeah. do is, is um, get enough, you know, minimum viable out there and then hone it from there. Yeah. I think that's a good approach. Um, some of us aren't quite ca like I find that difficult, but I've got better at it. So some people are aspiring to that gumption, uh, but it's not gumption for you because it's just the way that you operate in the world. It's always whatever isn't na native to us appears to be um, extraordinary. But, you know, we've all got a certain way that we're wired up. And one of the things in my book is to teach that you can actually rewire yourself. It might take some time, but it's, it's well worth it. So what other options have you considered for making an income? Because uh, I agree, like, see when you get the money in, that's excellent. Because it just frees you up not to have to worry about that. And you can focus more on what you're passionate about. So what are your, what are your possible avenues? Well, how much time you got, buddy? I, I know we only got like 10 minutes left, but I've tried like We've so got many. We've 20 minutes, almost. <laughs> well, I've tried like so many different things, and like I said, just enough to get uh, familiar with them and, and be mildly dangerous, but not enough to be expert or anything like that. Um, I've mm. spent oh, thousands of dollars in uh, internet marketing, like trainings mm. and softwares and right. things like that. That you know, Of course, the pitch is, oh, it's you learn how to do this, and, and you can write your own ticket, live wherever you want, that kind of a thing. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I found that I was spreading myself too thin. Some of the things right. you just buy because they're shiny objects or it sounds right. good at the time and then you never even crack it open. Others right. you crack okay. it open That's and then you realize... Yeah, and then others you crack open and after a while you realize it's really not your thing. Um, yeah, so you don't want to like try and dig a well in one place and then a few days later walk down the road and try and dig a well there and you know because you're never going to strike any water. Exactly. And that's where, you, that's where you feel like you've been trapped at. Okay, so supposing five years from now you live in any... Yeah, well, I don't need to say like any country you want because you're going to... You want to travel. So in an ideal world, you'd crack this problem. 
do you have any idea like you could do anything you want what is it what is it you would be doing is it something to do with online marketing like what would you enjoy spending your time doing in a typical day like uh, we might that this actually might be a good exercise for you to even do off air if we're going to run out of time which is write your ideal day like in the future when you had the money sorted and everything what time would you wake up what would be the first thing you did what would you have for breakfast then when would you go to work would you be working at home would you go out somewhere uh, when would you see your people what would they be like um, you know for 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 a day like have a vision of what your life would look like right next thing would be to identify anything within that that you could be doing already that you're not and see what's a priority for you is, is there something you're putting off you because you think well like oh I can do that later when I've got the money in but actually you could be doing it now and there might be a few of those and I'd say use the exercise that I gave which is um, you know do one of those things for two weeks without missing a day and see how it feels and see and if you manage that add in more of that stuff that you're waiting for the right time to do but it's never going to be the right time until you make it the right time because I've got a sense that when you start doing the things that you want to be doing ideally other things fall into place around those because you're putting the things you most value first right as to your I'm just sort of speeding through this because I know we're limited for time I would like to have more of a dialogue but um, I just want to get some ideas out there and you can do what you want with them and and ask me any clarifying questions afterwards you've got all these projects you need to have a cogent list of what those projects are so you can look at it in front of you and be aware of all of them at once because having them in your head isn't isn't going to cut it if you want to have clarity and then the next thing to do is decide which of those is of the highest priority and write out the list again in list of priority then you need to be able to find a way to dedicate enough time uh, over a period to strike water in at least one of one or two or gold or uh, oil or whatever way you like to visualize it in at least one or two you know make yourself a six months three months year-long program to really give that make sure you're given the ones that are most important time box off some time and go this is my these are my three priorities or this is my one priority I'm going to make room for this every day and then if I can get this one or two or I think any more than three is probably unrealistic at this time but supposing you did start with two and then that was going so well that you added one and then that was going so well you might get up to several of them I don't know you you miracles happen when we focus our minds on in one place and we learn to do that because you when you learn to do that that focus can then be transferred onto other things it's a skill in itself and what used to take you two or three hours to accomplish you soon find yourself accomplishing in 45 minutes because of your focus so 
what I would say is I would build up that muscle and it doesn't really matter what project you choose to build up the muscle on as long as it's the one that you choose that's important to you because it's a transferable skill. I don't know if that's helpful to you, so please, you know, ask any questions or clarify or correct me, you know, tell me I'm barking up the wrong tree. Uh, it might be useful to someone. Yeah, well, this is intended for an audience, not just for me and Robert. So um, I think it's, it's helpful regardless. But, um, you know, I am evolving my own approach and, and learning lessons myself, so, similar to how you described, you know, the lab, labor, laboratory in your own head of um, figuring this stuff You're out. You're the authority. Yeah, and so one of the things that I've been realizing is that I need to um, decide what are the projects that are still viable and keep them mm -hmm. going and figure out how much um, I can optimize them to minimize the time output and maximize the leverage, but then also right. identify... Can you source anything? Uh, there are certain things that, that might get to that point, um, and I can get more you know, detailed, maybe, maybe not right now, but um, what the, the point I'm trying to make is, is I'm be, I've begun to realize that I need to focus in one key area and become... Okay financially secure from that one area while right. maintaining yeah. the list of other projects that I want to uh, keep viable, but in a, right. in a fashion that takes less of my time and is more automated. Yeah. And okay. uh, we did an interview with Walter Block where he, in a scenario, offered us uh, a, a guaranteed income. And he said, you know, what would you do if you had $100,000 a year uh, guaranteed from, from some source? And he surmise that we would promote more liberty. And so that's right. what I'm trying to do for myself right. is secure that income yes. so that I can then continue yes. doing the show with Robert and yes. various other projects. Yeah, get the money in. Get the freaking money in. So I guess that, because that, see, it's good to not have to worry, like money doesn't buy happiness, but not having it will certainly make you miserable. So it's like when you've got that in, then that frees your mind up to focus on what doing what you love so you've got something to bring in the income and I don't know if there's like I like to put a time box around things for example I've got a YouTube video called how to get through your pile of unfinished tasks uh, I recommend everyone watch that because there's stuff that I just would not give myself permission to do like oh I'll get around to that one day where what I do every day is I've got a half an hour which I call admin or 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 to-dos and I might increase that I might actually go to two but there's a lot of habits I'm trying to build at the moment so one half an hour session is enough for right now and I've organized my stuff and I've got lists of everything and that half an hour is a time where I can go through the notes on my phone and email them to myself I can clear out my inbox I can go through notes that I've written on the bus or in a cafe and type them up anything whatever like and I wonder if you say you want, you need to do enough work on your projects to know that you can keep them going, the ones that are on the back burner, so they need some maintenance. So that's something that you could do for that, which is box off half an hour a day called maintenance, where you write lists, you take stock of what needs to be done for all those projects, and you keep them, keep them burning over in the meantime and then you have a certain time set aside to your one most important thing which is getting the money in I don't know how much time that is I don't know if you're 
maybe you're good at spending time on like something in a way that I've not been in the past but I'm getting better at and so you know the same way that I worked two or three hours in the book many days when when it was the most important thing in my life you you you're able to do that spend two or three hours a day on your like money making um thing I don't know I don't know where you're at but my advice is wherever you're at do something which you know you can achieve and is within your ability because then your self respect will increase and then you can bump it up by 10 minutes or you can double it to two sessions a day or whatever but first commit to what you're capable of just that you're just in the inside of your comfort zone and just gradually just push that comfort zone out the way that's for for what I've learned for you and um, anyone watching yeah and I've seen that in my own life where um, you don't have time for something until you start doing it right yeah like you don't have when I used to be a runner I would run um, and train for marathons I never had time to run until I started doing it and then all of a sudden I would carve out that time same with working out same with uh, even launching our podcast was like, how are we going to have time yeah. for this? And here we, we are, we're 100 shows in. Yes, because you've given it priority, you've made it important to you, and then everything else clicks around that. So that's fantastic. I'm glad you're pursuing those things. And um, yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity to hear more about you. And uh, thank you for inviting me in to give you advice because it's not something that I... Um, Let's say I've received a lot of intrusive advice growing up as a kid, so giving advice is something I became very reluctant to do, and I usually ask people. Even as a coach, most of what I do is ask people questions and uh, empathize with them. More, If I know something useful, I don't keep it to myself. I share it, but I don't make it my priority to offer advice, so that can be something that's intrusive when it comes from the wrong source or at the wrong time. So I want to thank you guys for allowing me to um, comment because it's your life, you know. And uh, anything that's useful, keep it. Anything that's not, chuck it away. Yeah, well said. And, and I know we're uh, pressed for time, so we are going to need to wrap it up here. I feel like that we could go for hours and hours if uh, yeah. if time permitted. <laughs> well, we can we can now that we've got the ball rolling, we've made it important. We can dedicate time to it. I'd be glad to be back anytime. And now that the book's finished and life is taking on in the right right direction, I'm much more available to do that kind of thing. All right, that sounds great. Well, why don't you do a, a final plug for where people can find your work and then uh, give Robert a final word and then we'll wrap it up. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I've had a great time. Um, I'm really proud of this one and I'm excited because I feel like it'll help people coach themselves. If coaching yourself is only getting you so far, I know I can give you a massive shortcut, you should email me Anthony at BeYourselfAndLoveIt.com with a couple of lines about what you're going through and I'd be more than happy to consider you for personal coaching. Uh, apart from that, please get my free book, Procrastination Annihilation. You can get it from BeYourselfAndLoveIt.com forward slash do it. It is free. You can pass it on to your friends and do whatever you want with it. You know, read it, get some benefit out of it and send me an email uh, telling me what you thought and if it helped you or even if it didn't tell me what could be improved if I ever make a second edition thank you so much you guys for having me in Anarchy in Action because you know as kind of libertarian anarchists it's all about the non-aggression principle not 
uh, committing violence against others, um, we need to look at the way that we speak to ourselves internally. Are we being a great coach and mentor to ourselves? Are we encouraging ourselves? Are we being a shitty authoritarian boss that demands uh, unreasonable things and then at the same time we become the passive, aggressive employee who doesn't want to get down to work? So a little bit of inner anarchy would be good and um, you know, a voluntary exchange between the part part of you who is a astonishingly great manager, the best manager ever, and the most diligent um, cooperative employee ever. You know, you're coaching yourself up um, to to be in that voluntary relationship with yourself. Om. All right, Robert. Well, I just want to thank I just want to thank Anthony for coming on and um, basically giving us a free coaching session. That was fantastic. And I uh, oh. encourage everybody to check out his um, Scottish Liberty podcast with uh, Tom, right? How often yeah, do you guys right. do that? Uh, usually once a week. Um, sometimes we, we have uh, bonus episodes, but yeah, weekly. We've not been so much on YouTube the last few weeks, but um, we, I'm still putting out one a week on iTunes. So if you want to watch it, you can catch it on YouTube. We are broadcasting the next four Thursdays 3 p.m. UK time. So if you're up nice and early in the States, um, you can come and you can come in and participate in the discussion. Um, Thursday, um, 17, sorry, Thursday, 15th, 22nd of February, 1st and 8th March. So so come along and participate. If you don't catch it, you can watch it on YouTube or you can listen to it on iTunes. And my other podcast, which is Be Yourself and Love It podcast, that's also available if you're into personal development stuff. All right, sounds great. Anthony, well, thank you so much for spending as much time as you were able to with us uh, on this uh, episode of Anarchy in Action. We're going to have uh, the show notes page for this at actualanarchy.com slash do it, and we'll have links to all the other interviews and other resources that you talked about. So thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we love you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I love you guys. I would, I would come back and participate in another show with you guys anytime with pleasure. I've had such a wonderful time, so thank you for sharing it with me. All right, no problem. And I got a little outro music, and then I'll send you the uh, send you everything when we're done here. Thank you. Oh, I would love to hear more from your guys because I did most of the talking again, but it's just because I knew we were short on time. So that was just like I had. That was fucking great. I really, really liked it. Different from it. I've wanted to do this kind of thing before, but I've never really got round to it. Oh, there is one episode of Be Yourself and Love It podcast which you should check out it's called She Dumped Me Like Trash and it was a call-in show and uh, that that was cool and um, especially in the future if I get more people than I can handle I think a call-in show format would be really really good because I really want to teach people to coach each other and to coach themselves and that's an aspiration of mine so I guess you gave me a sneak peek of what that might be like well alright glad we could help and, and I'm glad we had a, a slightly different uh, format than the other interviews yeah. you've been doing yeah. yeah yeah I'm really keen to put this one out on my podcast as well and, and share it around because this was just I had a great time so anyway I've got appointment in five minutes however stay in touch and if you want to do another one on something else then I'm good for it when you guys are. Thank you so much. All right, sounds great. And here's our little outro music. Thank you, Anthony.
Until next week, be yourself. Well, don't just be yourself. Be yourself and love it.